Hello, this is Kelly McGee, and it is September the 26th, 2020. And I have Sasha Stone and Oli Demigard. I haven't heard from Oli Demigard for a long time. In fact, I was um, searching uh, to see what he thinks of this uh, coronavirus because he's into false flags. And I think this uh, coronavirus is just a big false flag, personally. Um, So let's see what they have to say. Hi, everyone. Thanks for watching. If you enjoy our shows, please like our videos and subscribe to our channel. And remember to hit the bell for notifications. And you can support us via PayPal, Patreon, Bitcoin, and through our website, Age of Truth. Hello and welcome to this special edition of Age of Truth TV for the Awaken Weekend Denmark Conference taking place on the island Funen. I'm Lucas Alexander in Copenhagen, Denmark. It's the 4th of September 2020 and we are live today streaming in front of a live audience at the Awaken Weekend Conference with our two very special guests. Two very well-known pioneers and celebrated speakers within the truth community. Ole Damagard, the top expert on false flag attacks, the global elite power structure, hidden conspiracies and the JFK assassination. Sasha Stone, researcher, public speaker, creator and founder of the organizations Humanitat, New Earth Project, New Earth Haven, and the International Tribunal for Natural Justice, focusing on crimes against humanity, human rights, and child sex trafficking. Tonight, these two remarkable gentlemen will be debating the current world crisis due to the COVID-19 coronavirus and the global lockdowns of 2020 and what is really actually going on behind the scenes and what can be done. Activism, understanding the way ahead. What can people do? What can you do in order to create a better future for our world and our planet? Copenhagen, Denmark. We are streaming live to the Awaken Weekend Conference on the island Funen in Denmark. And hello to a good friend of our show, Ole Damagard. 
joining us from his home on Costa del Sol in southern Spain. It's always a pleasure to welcome you on the show, and it's great that you are here today to debate the current world situation with Sasha Stone. Thank you for being with us, Ola. Thank you for inviting me and thank you for blowing some smoke up my butt. It always feels nice, uh, <laughs> especially coming from Denmark, my own hometown. So. Thank you. And our man on Bali, joining us from Indonesia, from his sanctuary, New Haven. It is the intriguing, the innovative, the creative, the direct and sharply spoken wordsmith. And, dare I say, the fashion icon of the truth community, Sasha Stone in all his glory. It's wonderful to see you again, Sasha. Well, it, 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 it beats being described as a Vatican agent and an Illuminati science. And one more here, one more. Yes, another test. Hello, hello, can you hear me? And can you hear me guys as well, Sasha yeah, and Ola? Perfectly, thank you. Yeah. Okay, so we're ready again, and look at you on. Are we on? Yes. Are we back online? We have incredible technical difficulties here, so uh, we wonder why. Certainly this is an explosive combination with these two amazing gentlemen that we have on online here today from Costa del Sol and Bali. And we, of course, have a lot of things to cover about what's going on in the world. This is, you know, a massive global hijack of the human mind and spirit, war on consciousness. The world has been captured by fear, angst, anxiety, separation and division between people, even families and friends because of this pandemic or plandemic. And Ola, we were just about um, we were asking you the first question because you've been exposing false flag attacks for more than 35 years and you're one of the top men in this field. So would you say that this COVID-19 pandemic, plandemic is a false flag attack to implement the new world order takeover as part of a UN Agenda 21, UN Agenda 2030, ultimately UN Agenda 2050 depopulation plan, a world government. Um, and was this planned all along? And if it was planned for a long time, why didn't we in the in the truth community who's been talking about this for so many years why didn't we know that they would do it through a so-called implementation of this pandemic or virus to take over in this way ola well that was a multiple question so i'll just take one at a time i would say approximately 100 percent false flag yep um it has been planned for a long time. They've been testing out the same operation over and over again uh, through the swine flu. With the virus, I mean, the virus is a perfect weapon because it has no uh, respect for borders. It doesn't uh, care for languages. So they can use it they, without the, uh, even a political agenda being shown behind it as well because it's a virus and it just goes whoa, everywhere. But uh, this one, absolutely... Uh, absolutely planned and staged the thing the beautiful thing of it is though that it had had 
very extreme consequences in both directions, both for the dark forces, but also for beautiful things happening. So it's like, I really don't know. It, it's almost like a gladiator arena has opened up and you've got uh, two forces fighting each other and we are sort of part of the game, but we're also watching it. Uh, so we're both down there doing it, but also watching it. And it's between good and evil and light and dark. And so it's how you how you want to see it because it's an, an incredible opportunity for the dark force to go new world order agenda on steroids here we come take over and end game or it's an absolute amazing uh, opportunity for us to transcend this incredibly mad situation we had before because what they say what we used to say call normal before the so-called lockdown which by the way is a prison term that what was normal was absolutely mad. I mean, the way the world was was going was mad. Yeah. And they were, we were going straight into our own destruction. And how, oh, how, oh, how could we pull the handbrake? I mean, nobody could, uh, we couldn't even, uh, you know, uh, agree on what type of pizza to buy or, or you know, uh, be, make peace inside our own families. So how on earth could we, persuade the whole world and earth to do the exact same thing so in came this virus which was an attack yes but also an incredible blessing because this standstill of everything has given mother earth an incredible chance to regain her power you know and start uh, cleaning the air and the water and nature starting to breathe in and you know so and also families have suddenly had time to see, oh my God, who is that? Oh, it's you know, my teenage daughter. I haven't seen her since she was three because I've been working nonstop. Yeah. Do you know, it's like and TV dinners and all of this. Suddenly people have come to a point where, whoa, was it really worth it, this rat race where, yeah. you know, just work, 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 that, 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 and and from birth to grave and boom, that was it. Sorry, your mm-hmm. life, that was it, it just passed mm-hmm. you. Now they come to a point where they've had time to sit down and just get a bit uh, I'm sure restless and, and, and but after a while this has come into a point of where the creativity has started and also where people have started to look at their own life and their relationships and reevaluate those so I also think there's the beauty of the whole thing that for many years the, the dark forces have been trying with false flag operations through such as uh, alleged mass shootings or alleged terror attacks, especially the mass shootings, to de-arm the population of the U.S., especially there, but also in other countries, to get the weapons away from the population, all built on the old Roman te- template problem-reaction-solution. And now it's totally backfiring in their face because... Uh, the U.S. population has, as far as I know, never been more heavily armed than now. They also have been trying to push us into smart cities, to into this grid uh, driven by 5G and all this smart uh, device. The real spelling is actually evil, should be the, the correct spelling of these devices. Push us into this place where they can control us totally. And so what has happened, as if what I'm being told is correct, then we have a mass immigration leaving 
the east and west coast of the U.S. and other uh, places in the world as well, where people are leaving the cities, going out into nature, going back to balance, going back to, you know, off-grid and start to looking at ways to, to feed themselves and, and help each other and small community. It's beautiful to watch. So it's like, what's going on? I don't know. But I know that this is absolutely backfiring right in their face, which I can just sit in the background and applaud and do my absolute best to be a major boil in the butt for them to stop the dark part of this agenda and then do everything I can to promote the good part of or, or the, the light part of this agenda or a different agenda. But. But do you think it was planned years ago? We've also seen Donald Trump on the on the Simpsons, and we've seen a lot of things happening uh, well beforehand. And there was the movie of Beef for Vendetta, and we also saw a, uh, a virus spreading, an outbreak in that film, which was from, I believe, 2005. But if it was planned a long time ago, why didn't we know about it in the truth movement? You've been exposing and even predicting false flag attacks for many years older just so your thoughts so on, on my question there it's in our face all the time yeah. it's just that we are too too fed full up with fluoride and and too you know up in our own world uh, too worried about our finances or debts or whatever so we don't look at it because they're telling us all of the time yeah. they're showing up they're pushing our face mm -hmm. into it because they need our consent if we don't give our consent by being quiet that is the way they interpret our consent as well if we don't stand up and say no way absolutely no way they will turn it around to a yes and so these things have been planned for if it's 2005 it's been going on a lot longer than that and and they're just like uh, uh, it's I'm just uh, gonna stop this it's like a, a chess player you know you go um Celeste Salim had worked for Homeland Security and for FEMA and she had a um uh 210 page document of the COVID virus and exactly how it was going to pan out what was making up the virus and how it was going to work and that was done in a it was part of the agenda 21 plan so um nothing new in the world here different agendas different uh, plans of action if that doesn't work okay we take plan two option a b c if if the virus doesn't work okay we hit them with that or we hit them with that or we hit them with that but the thing is it's falling apart for them now it's i i um you know i'm just sitting like ah! in the background because they these poor buggers cannot keep it together anymore They've had this dark empire that they've been able to rule us through without us even understanding what's been going on for so many years. And now we are at a point where millions of people, I would suggest every single day is becoming aware. This awake word, I don't like, but becoming aware of what's going on and also finding out how few they really are. So it's like a beautiful body that looks really healthy and now it has been diagnosed with a cancer growth and this cancer growth needs to ex be exposed otherwise the body will die so we are in an acute situation there's you can't avoid it you can't stick your head in the sand and say well i'm gonna watch x factor instead of this i don't care 
you're going down. We're going down if we do not ch- make a different choice and stand up. Hopefully, totally non-violent, but absolute fearless, and just say, absolutely no way am I accepting this anymore. And then learn to say yes to all the good stuff instead. You know, so it's uh, make your yes and your no strong. So, Sasha, we are seeing people all over the world practically surrendering and worshipping their governments, being totally dependent on the state, believing the official narrative of what the politicians, the health authorities, and the mainstream media is telling them, almost as if dark invading entities has been ritually inducted into this earthly realm surrounding the planet, having a feast feeding on human beings' emotions, empathy, angst, fear, anxiety, you name it. Do you think that this is a black magic ritual, satanic ritual created by the New World Order elitists? Suggest that um, we are coming uh, through the to the end of a tunnel of an orchestration of generational civilizational uh, black magic and Saturnian uh, satanic Luciferian blood ritualism. Uh, government itself is an is a state of satanic. It's a satanic principle. It is. It means uh, mind control. It's the meaning of the word etymologically. Um, you know, we've, we've, we've been through a psychological operation since the Caesars of Rome 2,000 years ago. We've been in a planetary psychological operation since the cult of Sekhmet in the time of the Egyptians and the Sumerians, the Phoenicians, the black nobility. This has gone on for thousands of years, arguably for 12, 13,000 years since the great deluge uh, did a planetary reset uh, the last time uh, that audit occurred of the sum total frequency value of the planet. In 2012, we moved into another audit with a photon band, a cloud of vibral light as we moved into the ecliptic of the galaxy as a planet, as a solar system. And that audit was done in 2012, 21st of December. Here we are one cycle later in 2020. And yes, we've reached the culmination of the orchestra of chaos, uh, of pandemonium. But, uh, and yes, it's all predicated on blood cult, which is black magic, it's the ritualistic aspect of blood cult. But it is vital if we are to awaken within this dream spell, this orchestration of pandemonium, it is vital that we recognize one single factor, and that is that every single thing that is manifesting in the field is directly connected to the unresolved aspects of ourselves. So, when you understand that we are the living technology between the dielectric universe and the paramagnetic earth and all the telluric realms, we are the living technology. We have the capacitance to carry divinity and patterns of perfection into this 3D realm, to anchor perfection and paradise here. We are the ones who have consistently surrendered our capacity to anchor patterns of perfection. We are the ones who have given ourselves over to the false light worship of monotheistic religiosity and of government, which is also a form of religiosity, as you suggested at the beginning. So it is entirely right and proper 
that we are brought to the end of days, the apocalypse, the falling away of the mask, which is what the apocalypse means. But are we going to be courageous enough and actualized enough to recognize that all that is happening to us is not us being a victim of circumstance or a victim of the government or a victim of Yaldabaoth. We are the orchestrators of the pandemonium. And until we, you and I, Lucas Ole, until we actualize internally, resolve all of those unresolved archetypes within us, and then project into the field that equanimity, that serendipity, that poise, that grace of God, then we will continue to witness cycles of dystopia, cycles of dysfunction. And more than that, we will continue to surrender our life force into the field, allowing the accreted values of that life force to be utilized by lower elemental and lower astral intelligences that will continue to harvest us and come back at us as the angry gods, as the demonic and the diabolical realms that come back in and then inform a new cycle of blood cult, a new cycle of black magic, as you put it. We are the progenitors of the Alpha and the Omega. And this great pandemic, this great orchestration, which comes at us as a direct gift from the Jesuitical traditions of hundreds of years ago, snaking its way through the crowns of Europe, snaking its way through the uh, Dutch East India Company and the British East India Company and the imperial flags of Belgium, of Holland, of uh, England, of Portugal, of Spain, the conquest of the black skin, the brown skins, the yellow skins, the red skins, the conquest of the pagans and the Saracens, all of that happening under papal decree, under the flag of empire. We were the ones who were worshipping at the flag of empire. We were the fuel that manifested the all. And we are now, all of us, incarnated at this time to resolve all of those historic uh, galactic entanglements. What a blessing it is. How can we possibly break the spell of this black magic hijack of the Earth and this Saturnian frequency that is, uh, well, well, enveloping the, the Earth, so to speak? How, how can people wake up to this when they still believe the mainstream media? They will still be snitching at the neighbors. They will still believe everything the government is telling them. They're captured by fear. Perhaps their pineal gland is calcified and they just, they've been dumped down by the educational system and of course fluoride and big pharma and what have you. How can they even wake up a little bit to all of the things you've just been saying, Sasha? By hurting enough. When they have chosen to hurt enough, whether they are sitting in a tenement building in, in Moscow or in Johannesburg, if whatever their own predicament is, your story has brought you into the perfect geometry of now. Whoever you are, wherever you are, own that, own it. You are the son and daughter of God. You are manifesting flesh always for a divinely anointed and divinely appointed reason. It is entirely up to you how you take it. But it, it, the mechanics of disentangling from uh, the cult programming is connected to things like do not pay personal income tax ever, withdraw consent, 
do not put your black block capital as a name on bits of paper and your wet ink signature if any of those bits of paper are part of a conspiracy against the living. Meaning to say, all contracts, all paperwork, all registrations, all of the bullshit that is put in front of us and we are told you are required to sign here, madam, sir. No, I do not consent. I withdraw my contract. I do not pay uh, my, my, uh, my life force into this diabolical orchestration. So each of us, every step of the day of our entire lives, since we were uh, ejected out of the cult programming of school, have been the ones who architected our own plantation slavery, our enslavement. Each of us are responsible, absolutely. There is none of us are a victim, none of us. Every one of our stories is a perfect a geometry of the, the evolution of our soul. But we are the ones who can revoke the contract at the soul level. We can disentangle and we can also begin to architect an entirely new framework of reality. But it's a question of two things in my view to answer your question. Right action and pure truth. You need to enact and embody right action and pure truth. That is your Christ to the light. That is your navigation system to get the hell out of Hades. That is your navigation system to revoke the contract of the soul covenant and to turn it into something that serves the living over the dead. The government serves the dead. Banks serve the dead. The entire, all of the institutions, the United Nations, NATO, all of this protectionism and defensiveness, all of this uh, strutting of patriarchy in the world is antithetical to our humanness. All we want is to love and be loved. You must conduct right action and pure truth in the living moment in order to manifest the highest outcome. That's the navigation. Mm-hmm. And Ola, you have been... Um talking a lot about the Hegelian dialectic divide and conquer, what we're seeing at the moment happening. We've seen that for years and years and years. That's how they've always operated. Splitting and division, the separation of people, the orchestrated war between ordinary people, even on a street level. And of course, as I just mentioned, snitching and telling, reporting on others, which we're seeing happening at the moment reactions to a problem problem reaction solution this is the the hegelian dialectic still please uh, talk about the mechanics behind this first of all i just want to say sasha i really like what you said about this thing going from being a victim because it's like a victim i used to be a super victim i was a master victim uh, but it you lose power it is you do you lose your power you are you become a victim but if you just change your mindset into becoming you i am me i am free like david i said many years ago you know take it away and then see it as okay like with this technical stuff we could be a victim oh it's so horrible we're being attacked and so or saying this is a sign of that you're right over target incoming fire most of the time is when you're over target meaning in my way the way i see it is like okay so i get sabotaged i get this i take it as a compliment thank you so much it just shows me i'm on track so it's like and then i would say 
don't ever try to change anyone else. I mean, ask all the women in the audience. It never works. They've tried with their husbands and their boyfriends forever. I don't think it works. And I think they will agree with me in tears. He will never change. No. So pick the one you want to marry or be together with the way he is and adore them the way he is or she is. The only one you can change is you. And the one you've been waiting for to get off their butt and do something about it is you. So don't wait for the millions to wake up. Don't wait for all oh, the neighbors. I need to tell them. I need to tell them. I need to inform my friends and neighbors and close family. The close family, close friends, spouses, they're the worst. They love you the way you used to be. They don't want you to change. In their point of view, you have turned into some kind of Jehovah's Witness that is knocking on the door trying to kick it in. It does not work. So instead, see if you, if you are so awake and, uh, and aware, then show by example that you can carry this type of information on your shoulders without spreading their agenda. Their agenda is fear and and horror and the black uh, heavy heavy information that just makes people want to kill themselves if you spread that you're doing them a favor so how can you do it turn it around get out of the victimhood role not a good place to be i know it gets a, you get a t attention and maybe some empathy but you're totally powerless and you get people get fed up in the long run instead turn it around and then see what have I got? What kind of skills or passion or whatever? What gives me goosebumps? And then follow that way and see how, how can I help us, not me. This is beyond I, me, mind. Get out of that minefield and get into selfless service. What can I do? How can I, like, do you know, what can I do? I saw this beautiful examples in the US. There was a, a group of, of grandmothers that decided to bake cookies. Okay, and so, big deal. No, they were in a very, very difficult situation because the neighborhood was, uh, there was so much crime and violence and police brutality and gangs and everything. So what did they do? They were totally helpless victims. I think not. What they did was they baked cookies and then they approached big, very hard veteran cops that were known for being very brutal and gave, offered them cookies and a glass of milk. And I tell you, these... I heard it from, from one of these grandmothers herself. What, some of these cops almost started crying because that was the first sign of affection and gratitude or just humanity that they'd seen for years. They live in a war zone. They, when they say goodbye every morning, they don't know if they're going to come back. And so they're driven by fear and violence. And that kicks off brutality. That just And then you have more victims and more victims. And that just keeps on. So... What they did was first they invited the, these cops with, they, they gave them cookies and a glass of milk. And then they went to the gangs and did the same thing. And they were told like, holy crap. I mean, yesterday I was approached by an AR-15 and now it's like a ginger cookie. And, and you know, it's like, it shakes them. And that then led to them inviting both sides for cookies and milk. And the conversation started. And then you suddenly, it started calming down when people didn't see each other as evil, but they started seeing each other as individuals. That was messed up for sure. But that was the 
opportunity to start building a bridge. And this whole thing calmed the situation down a lot in that area. There's another example of, of somebody in an area that was really messed up with a lot of drugs and violence and junkies everywhere and prostitutes. And somebody put a Buddha, made a little temple uh, and a Buddha there, where in the area where there was most of these uh, syringes and, and crashed bottles and whatever, and slowly, slowly, the area just started cleaning up. Because I think drug addicts didn't really feel comfortable in front of Buddha to stand and pump themselves up. You know, These type of things, what can you do? What are you good at? Are you a carpenter? What can you do with that? Are you a baker? Are you a, whatever? And then follow that instead of trying to persuade somebody else that doesn't want to become the leader yourself without trying to lead anyone else as soon as you start controlling if you try to control someone else you you're on the wrong track i think i think that the real leader the new type of leader is not somebody that says i'm the leader it's just that they walk to the right and people follow them they walk to the left and there's still people following them trying to uh, become uh, the owner of the same type of, of human values that that individual is a symbol of. So that is what I would say, like to say. Yeah, and Ola, if you can address what um, the problem, reactions, solution mechanics there, and I mean, people are fighting each other in um, it, uh, on a massive scale at the moment because of the face masks and because of what is going on in the world, and, and they're hitting very hard on, you know, what they call conspiracy theories at the moment with uh, ridicule uh, and, and, and defamation. So please uh, talk about this separation of, of people which is going on uh, at, at the moment. This is, of course, a problem-reaction uh, solution situation, right? And you've been speaking about that for so many years. You know, I spoke to a woman yesterday who used to be at, in, in marketing and advertisements, and she said, the basic of all marketing is problem, reaction, solution. I was like, what? She says that is the basic of all marketing. You find out where something is missing, that's the problem. You agitate it, the problem, to get a reaction from people, and then you serve them the solution. And the solution is whatever you, you wanna push on people. You know, so you need to, to activate a problem first to be able to, they've got the product already. So they're looking, how can we make this? No, they have the solution already, sorry. But how can we start a problem so that people will see, oh my God, we need that thing. We need, uh, you know, like purple cornflakes with, with whatever. You know, how do you do that? You need to create that thing. So we are the exposed to problem reaction solution everywhere everywhere you look any kind of shop window any kind of commercial on the news and so on so it's that's nothing new this is just that in this area the product is fear and this what they're trying to sell to us is fear and their their solution is the new world order agenda so that is not something i would like to get so how to deal with it and i would say when you look at it, when I've started, I mean, I've been digging into this so many years, like you say, and what I found out is that they only have one weapon against us, and it's called fear. Without the fear, they have nothing. So I'm like, hallelujah, baby, this is great news, because where is fear? Is it behind you? Watch out, Lucas, behind you, there's some fear over there, or 
behind Sasha there's a square piece of fear in the sofa I don't think so what does it look like what is I know I scared you there so <laughs> is it can you give some to me no because it doesn't exist so where is fear I can only say my fear is inside my head between my ears that's where fear is and it's always connected to the future you're never fearful of the past you you might be afraid that it would repeat itself in the future but the fear is always connected to the future and it's not even and it's to something that has not happened yet so there's nothing real about fear at all it's a waste of life to be to be fearful so when people say what can i do i say find ways of letting go of fear because when you're fearful they can force you to do absolute stupid things whatever they want you will just say yes sir bend over pull down your pants i say i surrender if you become fearless i'm i'm not saying it's easy it's shit scary i mean join the club i'm i'm very afraid sometimes yet i continue but the thing is when you let the more you let go of fear and i would also say the more you accept that you might die which we apparently is all supposed to do in the end they say i don't know but the day i die i would uh, accept it but if that's the case if i'm going to die anyway why not live and excel yourself and be proud of yourself and just like i did my best okay maybe i failed maybe i did whatever i sure did everything i could and then you can leave this flat or round earth and be proud of yourself the day you're supposed to get wings or go down the drain i don't know depending on how you behaved here but it's like take the power back take it back by letting go of fear we let go of fear they are without any power so sasha we are certainly seeing a separation well uh, well between people and family and friends and we're also seeing um the truth community and the truth movement dividing is this pandemic a new world order takeover or do we trust the plan do we trust donald trump is does he want to take down the deep state and work behind the scenes with the white hats to take down uh, the new world order and clean the drain the swamp in your opinion what is really going on you've been studying this for so many years and you've also uh, been talking a lot about donald trump so, so what is your take on what is going on at the moment The only reason why I talk about Donald Trump is because I have uh, really done the homework there. And by homework, uh, Lucas, I don't mean I've read uh, lots of blog threads and read lots of uh, opinions. What I mean by that is I have studied every single presidential executive order that's come out of that man's wet ink signature. Number one. Secondly, I've uh, met members of the family, and I've met members, uh, people who are close to him. Um, uh, and have worked alongside him for over a quarter of a century, and I have spent days at a time with individuals who've had that proximity to the man. And I've done that because I genuinely, genuinely wanted to understand what is behind this archetype. It is more, and, and every, and what I know from the people who know him personally, love him, is he's incredibly kind, is he's incredibly generous, is he's incredibly blunt. Is he's incredibly uh, technicolored, and in my view, maybe even slightly autistic in the way that he speaks and puts together words and sentences. Uh, it's not the best syntax you're going to hear, but I tell you what, he's an incredible orator. I don't know any other speaker, public speaker, who can get up and speak uh, to a rally 
full of people for three hours unscripted. That takes an incredible amount of quantum intelligence. He also remembers all the names of the people that he has to thank uh, in every city. He's phenomenal, the brain. An incredibly intelligent man. I don't believe any of the mainstream media uh, bullshit that comes out uh, on him for obvious reasons. I've studied the executive orders and that's the main thing I go by. Uh, as somebody who's been involved for many years in trying to expose the uh, human trafficking and child sex abuse, which is the, the, the main uh, source code of the satanic ritual Satanism that is underpinning all of our lives, all of our governments and all of the superstructure of our lives, I've observed that that man singularly, for whatever reason, has done more to eradicate human trafficking and child sex uh, abuse and pedophilia, institutional, generational pedophilia, than any other man alive that I'm aware of. All of those things stand up. Now, to speak to the broader um, uh, plateau of, uh, of, of reality that we are all of us trying to navigate, I believe that most of us are doing the best we can most of the time. That's what I believe about humans. I believe there's roughly a ratio of, of, of nine to one or ten to one of good humans and, 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 and fucked up humans. That's my understanding based on my half a century in this world. That is my understanding of social ecology, of the way that we jive together. And it's also my understanding based on having moderated judicial commissions of inquiry into horrible things and hearing hundreds and hundreds of testimonies from victims, from survivors, from members of satanic generational families, for people who've been involved in murder and mayhem, from investigators, from police, from intelligence operatives. I have a tremendous uh, amount of information that I've heard from firsthand. And all of it teaches me that we are at the end of a tremendous, long and diabolical uh, narrative which is all coming into a bifurcation. This is an alchemical process that's happening at the galactic level and also at the microcosmic level. As Ole said earlier about families breaking up and about relationships being, being pressurized in what's going on. This invocation of COVID and the isolationism and the masking, this is us doing it to ourselves. I've not worn a mask once in six months, and there is a, a law, it's mandatory here, okay? I'm not doing it. I'm having a hundred minutes, small battles a day or a week, making my case. And each one of us have to have the courage to do that. Uh, when you understand that this, this alchemical bifurcation is designed by us at the oversoul level to cleanse and detox and purify ourselves at the civilizational level, as well as at the social, cultural, familial level and the individual level. This is what's happening. And incidentally, without any question of doubt, there is a bioweapon element to this COVID pantomime. Absolutely. And we know that canisters were released in Wuhan, uh, China, in uh, Kong, Iran, in uh, Milan, Italy, and in, in mainland USA. We know that, and possibly elsewhere. But at the same time, a virus 
is not a bad thing. A virus is a good thing. A virus is an excretion of the cells. It's a deep cellular detox. Once a virus is out of the cellular system, it is a good thing. You cannot catch a virus. It cannot be transmitted from one human to another. And a mask sure as hell can do fuck all to stop a virus, a so-called virus. None of that's real. All of that's part of this orchestration by Sabbatean elements. What it's designed to do is to mask ourselves against our reason, against our sanity, against our conscience, and against our consciousness. It's designed to break up families and relationship. Putting little kids into school behind plastic barriers is perversity in extreme. It is the work of Satan. Only a satanic mind thinks about trying to segregate little babies from one another in the playground and making them stand apart. Okay, look how absurd these grown-up human beings with PhDs are in Congress, in the Senate, elsewhere, who are isolationing and standing uh, 20 foot apart. Look at Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi's activities. Look at them when they're meeting the public and everyone is standing in little, little circles. This is the work of a Saturnian logic. It defiles and defies all of our humanness by design. That's your black magic right there. Donald Trump, I've not seen him play into any of the satanic, Luciferian, Sabbatean language. None. Which is why the man gets my uh, wholesale uh, support. But I just leave with this to remind us that the bifurcation is an alchemical process. It always happens at the end of days. And it is always happening because it is birthing to us the greatest gift that we have evolved into. So the people that you're concerned about, Lucas, in a very gentil way, the way that you speak about those uh, amongst us who are uh, 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 snitching on one another and uh, who are playing into that Matrix game, they are on a highway to becoming space dust at the soul level. If you continue to breach your own conscience and your own reason, your own consciousness, you are losing your merit as being an, a human being incarnate, a soul. It's as simple as that. You are the engineer and the architect of where you're taking your soul stream. And you will either move towards the so-called vibral light, the ascensionist paradigm, or you'll become space dust and get back in the queue and come back in 50,000 years time. Either way, there is no right and wrong to that. But no, every one of us must know that this is the line in the sand. We never had an opportunity like this, and it's not going to happen again. Dream wisely. And interestingly enough, uh, mm. Sasha, we have okay. a question from uh, somebody in the audience who said this to us, who says, uh, and it's for you, you have been rooting for Donald Trump, but what we are facing is government tyranny, and Trump is also going along with the lockdown and imposing restrictions. When will we have the evidence that Trump, Trump is, is actually working for the greater good? Trump is using. Well, in the first instance, that's a, thank you to whoever asked that question. I do appreciate it, but you're entirely incorrect. So what you're doing is you are listening to the mainstream propagandized okay. bullshit. You're not studying again the executive orders with the man's wet ink signature. He's deregulated government in a way that no uh, head of state has ever done in history. Right. To every new statute or regulation ordinance coming onto the government books at something like 20 or 30 are being taken off so he's decentralizing government 
and forcing it into dissolution. He is not imposing lockdown. He's doing the very minimum he's required he's to do to keep bipartisanship uh, on board. And if you're a head of state, if you're the captain of the ship, and you've got uh, black and white people, you have to keep both of them more or less uh, away from each other's uh, throats. So you have to, to some extent, play the middle line. But he is not. He is the one flouting masking and not masking. He wore it once in a hospital. And he did that as a basic uh, courtesy to the masking bullshit. Even he knows that you cannot uh, spread a germ uh, when you're walking around a hospital, uh, only in an uh, intensive care unit or in some kind of surgery. You need to be very mindful of these things. But then you've got a very sterilized environment there. Trust me, it is not sterilized here in the Balinese beach or the, the jungles of Southeast Asia where I live. And yet, the, the local village warriors are all walking around with masks. This is part of a globalist Sabbatean, satanic, central command and control coming through the multilateral institutions. The World Health Organization and the World Trade Organization are enforcing this tyranny onto 200 governments around the world. And the IMF, the World Bank, and the Bank of International Settlements is leaning on the reserve banks, the national banks in every corporation government, okay, and forcing them into compliance with these insane laws. Because Mr. Bill Gates, the satanic sociopath, Mr. Anthony Fauci, a satanic sociopath, and a number of others that I could name are the archetypes. These are the Saturnian archetypes who have, they are proxies, front people for the Sabbatean Babylonian priesthood that I've been talking about for nearly 20 years and people like David Icke and Ole have been talking about for a very, very long time. This is very real. But the point is, it is a dominoes of control, command and control. It has nothing to do with uh, Donald Trump. Trump and Putin have been doing everything they can to downsize the overreach of Big Brother, metadata surveillance, all of that kind of thing. I'm not saying he's perfect, I'm not saying Putin's perfect, but I do know which of these strong men have already come together to do a compact to retrieve the world from a generational satanic blood cult, because that is what has been driving the broad agenda for certainly uh, the last 2,000 years. So just before I go to Ola, Sasha, so do you think that Trump will try and, let's say, stop Fauci and, and Bill Gates and his vaccination plan? He's already done it. I mean, for God's sake, he withdrew half a billion dollars annual tariff to the World Health Organization. Come on, people. Stop reading the fucking screen. Stop reading newspapers. Stop listening to MSM. Start listening to Age of Truth. Start dialing into Ole. Start dialing into me. You've got 200 frontline activists out there doing the dirty work for you. The least you can do is pay attention. Stop listening to mainstream media propaganda. It is cult programming, and you're entirely responsible for the bullshit that happens to you if you continue with it. Trump is not participating in that. Fauci has already been hung out to dry. It was only 10 days ago, less, that uh, Trump uh, 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 appointed a new uh, 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 advisor who is now trumped uh, Fauci. Fauci is is a secondary voice now. The reason why... Donald Trump keeps people like Fauci in position uh-huh. is because they, Fauci's been there for 40 years, mm-hmm. 40 years. Uh-huh. Fauci has got to be holding the seal of office when Trump and the white hats detonate mm-hmm. 
okay, the institutions. So that that is coming that up as part of the Jubilee and the reset. I'm not going to talk about Nisara and Gisara, and I am very qualified to talk about that, and the global collaterals and the redemption that's coming. Right now, it is about threading a camel through the eye of a needle. Pure truth and right action are the only things that are going to help us perform that miracle collectively. Know who the enemy is. The enemy is not Donald Trump because the, uh, the highly toxic mainstream media have weaponized against him. This is a quadrillion dollar technology. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, okay? All of the mainstream media, except for one or two channels, have weaponized against that man. That kind of conspiracy against a living man has never happened before in the history of our world. Why do you think it's happening? For a very good reason. Now, if you genuinely care about truth and about disclosure and about any of the questions you're asking, go to whitehouse.gov and study the executive papers that are signed by him. If anyone dares to castigate Vladimir Putin, go and listen to the actual transcripts of it or read the transcripts of his own speeches. The man is an enlightened human being. I say it happily here. I've studied the man for over 15 years. His his syntax is perfect. Read what he actually says or go and listen to what he actually says as it's being translated real time. It's incredibly uplifting. Actually, and these guys are the ones waging war against the Sabbatean, the invisible hand. And no, they're not acting as double disinfo agents. And Lucas, if you want to talk about the Trump and the Simpsons thing, that is a very interesting meme. But seriously, get into looking glass technology, my friend. Okay? Look at Looking Glass Technology is responsible for a lot of this uh, extraordinary intersecting in timelines. What we know as a human species, based on all of our empirical learning and knowledge over the last 2,000 years, it's brought us to something called quantum mechanics, quantum physics, okay? Please explain to the audience, Sasha, Project Looking Glass. Basically, it is an advanced technology that is able to look in and tamper with past and future to yep. some extent. Yep. It's very real. Yep. Look, any old witch and warlock in the Middle, e- Middle Ages uh, and gypsy in Romania was able to do similar things mm-hmm. at different Everybody points does. in our civilizations. Nothing new, okay? We've all, in fact, we've all had the capacity to do these extraordinary things and to bypass time. There's nothing unusual about that, except if you are a very limited, reductive human being who's cult programmed into believing that we are just these very limited creatures, then you're never gonna get it. You're gonna spend 15 years uh, uh, restoring your sanity. But let me make the point. We, we know about quantum physics and quantum mechanics. What, that's the most advanced kind of tip of the sphere of our academia. What have we learned in recent years? That the observer in the scientific laboratory who's observing the experiment determines whether the particle goes to the right or the left. What does that teach us? Depending on if he's looking to the right or the left. So what we direct with the photons coming out of our eyes, our imagination, plasma projection coming from you and me is what manifests reality. We are limitless, ineffable, incredibly creative and expansive beings. Please keep remembering that. 
great. And uh, and Ola, we know from David Icke that he's a bit more skeptical about Donald Trump, and so have you also been. We've we've discussed that on the show before. But what is your take on Donald Trump at the moment and the whole Q movement? Can we trust the plan, in your opinion? And and is there hope then for the future, or or do you think that this is a a so-called new world order takeover, and he's part of it? I have no idea. Absolutely no idea. I, I'm really grateful for people like Sasha who have taken the time to look into these things because I've spent more or less in total four and a half minutes listening to him because uh, when it comes to politicians and on that level, up until now, you don't get there if you're not corrupt. I mean, that's the way the system has been set up. And so... Do I even listen to them? Absolutely not. It's a theater play. You know, the whole political system with a right and a left and three parties in the middle. Oh, my God, which am I going to choose? Which finger? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'll take the middle one. It doesn't matter. All of them belongs to me. It's my hand. And this is why nothing changes. So you ask me about Donald Trump. I'm totally the wrong person to ask. At the same time, the way I've seen him, and apparently there seems to be more than one Trump, by the way. There's a, 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 an investigator and uh, researcher called Dick Gregory, who died a few years ago, a black uh, former comedian who was a very strong activist. And before he died, he said there are two Trumps. There's one with a red tie and one with a blue. And I don't know. I don't know. He said one cannot be trusted, the other one can. I have no idea. That's but what really I have I seen, though, is that. like, in my opinion, I wouldn't give too much about that. You know, I wouldn't yes. put too much value in that in this case. It's like he's, he feels like a joker in the game to me. It's like a diversion. When something is going on he's that is really important for us to look into, it's like, let's buy Greenland. What? And the whole world looks to the left. Nobody looks over here. When before that, something really interesting going on here let's build a wall towards mexico and by the way let's the mexican pay for it i mean what the whole world looks that way and it's when you look at the way mainstream media is set up and i just want to say if you want if you believe mainstream media please show me one one channel or newspaper that wrote about Robert Kennedy Jr. being in Berlin doing a historical Ich bin ein Berliner just like his uncle JFK mm. did in six, August 63. Mm. It's historical, yes. just that Nobody sentence of him being there. Forget about the 1.3 million that were there a few weeks before Nobody or how many thousands that were there. They didn't even mention it. Nope. That shows you something. Yep. That really, either these journalists suck at what they're doing, which I think they do anyway, but there's a different agenda going on because how can you shut that down? Not even mentioning mm -hmm. the small little gathering of I don't know how many thousands of Trafalgar Square where mm -hmm. David Icke was, freedom, free, not a word, not a word. I find that very, very interesting and very telling. Mm -hmm. So what can I say? I would say that... Can I jump, please, jump in here? Please do, Sasha. I love what you just brought up. Um, I'm very blessed to have some connection with Kennedy. He just opened the World Health Sovereignty Summit that me and my team produced a few weeks ago and gave an incredible speech for us as well, which we're about to put out in the film that we made in about a week's time. What an incredible human being. And the fact that archetypes like that are, are coming back and being restored, I call this the feminized patriarch, the realized 
patriarchs are coming back. But uh, as far as uh, uh, the biggest news that's probably happened in recent history should have been Vladimir Putin getting Russia out of the IMF. So that was resounding, historic, unprecedented, the first time in history uh, since the Sabbatean bankers and Templars took over our reality. A super state was removed from slavery indentureship to the central banks. Donald Trump uh, healing, putting the Federal Reserve into check and decommissioning them and putting them in as the bitch of the, of the U.S. Treasury Department. That was historic. Never happened in 100 years. That should have been front page news. Why did he build the Ameri- Why is the wall being built? And why did he make a huge story about the wall? That was to cut off the rat lines of human trafficking and pedophilia and gun running and drug running that was hemorrhaging into U- the United States and completely eroding and breaking down the fabric, the f- family fabric, the, the community fabric, and the social fabric of, of mainland USA was under savage attack by Marxist, collectivist, Fabianist agendas bleeding in and heavily financed by the goddamn George Soros of this world. Why was he looking to buy Greenland in order to restore energy independence in the USA to bring it away from dependency on the Middle Eastern oil supply, which has always been owned by the crown of England and the Sabbateans, the Bush family, who were not American patriots. These are uh, Chinese patriots. These people, the, the Middle Eastern Gulf Texas mafia who've controlled the global oil and gas supply for the last century. These are deviants, non-Americans. So every time Trump did something